Smarter Manufacturing, the podcast where we solve the manufacturing equation, connecting materials, processes, systems, and talent for a smarter manufacturing future. The podcast is brought to you by Lyft, the Detroit-based Department of Defense-supported nonprofit public-private partnership that's driving American manufacturing into the future through technology and talent development. Join us at lyft.technology. Welcome back to another edition of Smarter Manufacturing. My name is Joe Steele. I'm the Senior Director of Communications and Legislative Affairs at Lyft, the National Manufacturing Innovation Institute, where manufacturing technology and talent matter. Today, we're happy to welcome Sean Moreno, the CEO of Data Tech Cafe, one of Lyft's longtime members and partners. Sean, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you, Joe. So uh, as folks know, <laughs> Lyft is focused on smarter manufacturing, uh, what we're calling the connection between materials, processes, systems, and, and talent. Uh, but manufacturing isn't really your core business. So uh, tell us a little bit about your organization and, and what you guys do and how you got started. Absolutely. Uh, Data Tech Cafe is definitely a full service IT company. So from IT consulting, to manage IT services that include help desk, a network operation center, a security operation center, and virtual CIO services. So what does that mean? We're all IT. And that's where we sit on the Lyft partnership. Um, you know, we are an IT partner, not just that break fix guy. We're looking for someone who is looking to grow. So that's what we look to do is partner through IT and automation. And how long have you guys been around and how did you get started? Uh, what did that look like for you? And you're based here in Michigan, right? Yes. Data Tech Cafe has been around for 10 plus years with a background of the ownership being from enterprise space like HP and Microsoft. So we, we started uh, 10 plus years ago looking to be that IT CIO consultant uh, based out of Michigan Central in the Detroit area, focusing on Metro Detroit area. Um, as Lyft is in the central part of Detroit, we use that as part of our offices. And how did you, uh, how did, how did you come to partner with, with Lyft uh, being a, a manufacturing innovation institute, you guys being an IT service provider, how did that come to fruition? So when Lyft first started off, they had someone come in, build this great enterprise infrastructure and then they were looking for someone to help with the support of that enterprise infrastructure. So they looked out to us to help partner, build that uh, support information center for Lyft, for their employees, for their uh, infrastructure in, in both the office side of the, the house and in the back in the high bay with all the robots coming in and different new technology coming in. So mm -hmm. uh, at that time we, we came in talk to them about our experiences and, and we brought to them our enterprise experience of where we were help uh, larger corporations in the manufacturing grow. Well, it's obviously been uh, successful uh, because you guys were just named as part of Lyft's in, in, inaugural uh, Insight Awards. Uh, you guys received a Pathfinder Award for being a top service provider uh, member as part of the organization. So that was, uh, so that, you guys must be doing something, something right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that was, that was a surprise. And, and uh, definitely thank you again for that. 
Uh, of course, of course. Well, I mean, you guys helped us uh, tremendously through the transition as we went from in-person work every day to remote work every day through the COVID-19 pandemic and, and transitioning uh, some of our infrastructure uh, and making sure that the employees were set up uh, in the Detroit area and around the country with, with the IT needs that they could, uh, so they could do their work remotely. Walk us through that. How did that impact uh, you? How did you work with Lyft? How did it impact your, your, your company overall, making that jump at the drop of a dime to, to remote work all of a sudden? Yeah, uh, it was it was a, a surprise to everyone that, oh, cloud and remote support and re remote services and remote applications and then remote employees. How do I, how do I get to that transition? In right. matters of days, not we yeah. have a year, let's figure this out. <laughs> that transition was tough for a lot of people. But uh, again, having that partnership with Lyft and already looking at the future and already talking and, and working through um, how do we get people to be fully involved from either on-site or off-site just because of all the different variables we had? We already started looking at how do we do that? How do we work remotely? And, and we were fortunate enough, we already started moving Lyft into that virtual world. Mm -hmm. uh, we started moving their, their services from, let's example, their file services. We moved that to Office 365, and that was a mm -hmm. huge help. We already started using Teams, using uh, Zoom for meetings, working with our, our membership and our partners out there um, to, to help collaborate. And we needed that just because of the membership and the way Lyft is set up with the membership. We needed to make sure we had collaboration. So we already had that set up. So when, when COVID hit, the transition, it was new, but it wasn't new. Lyft right. already had that transition. We moved you guys to that virtual world already, right. let's say. Um, so we, we were able easily to move that stuff over there, but to gather more data, understand how we're going to all be working from re remote and everyone in the office is going to be working remote. That, that is where we came in. We looked at it. Okay. What is the best applications for every experience? So that's where Teams, Zoom, Office 365 and other applications helped us keep that collaboration going and keep Lyft moving forward through the COVID Right. I mean, to your point, we already are a national uh, ecosystem with with partners all over the country. So a lot of work is done via email and, and uh, uh, remotely, you know, not in the same room already. Mm -hmm. I tell people when we host our, our liftoff webinar series that we, we've been doing that for a couple of years and we've been using Zoom before Zoom was cool. And now everyone mm -hmm. is, is very well versed in how it works and, and, and how to share screens and that sort of thing. What was the biggest hurdle? Uh, was it the time, was it the speed at which we needed to, you know, all, to make that transition to remote work? Was it, was it making sure that employees were set up since, since the other side of the business, you know, the connectivity right. between Lyft and its partners were already kind of in place working uh, across long distances? What was the biggest challenge there? So the biggest challenge we had is we did, you had a couple of users already, your employees had laptops, they were ready to be remote, they, they were set up, but then you had those administration users that were there in the office, general office use that still had workstations. How do you get right. them set up quickly? What do you do with that? Do we get them a laptop? Do we not get them a laptop? Uh, we were set up in a, in a way that we could use home PCs for temporary use um, mm -hmm. with security in mind. Uh, mm -hmm. Being in the office 365 world, we were able to do, to do that quickly and, and allow people 
to get up and running and get in their mail, get their to their files and work remotely on any device that they had until right. we were able to make a decision whether they get a laptop at full time or or they're going to wait until we come back to work. So right. that was our biggest hurdle. Once we got through that hurdle and got people up and running, we were able to quickly transition. So uh, with things, you know, we're a year and a half into this, it seems like things are starting to normalize or get back to normal as offices are starting to open up again and employees are starting to go back to work. What do you, what, what, what are you seeing out there uh, with your customers, Lyft and, and other customers? What are you seeing out there in terms of how folks are approaching this new version of what uh, work looks like um, in 2021 post-pandemic with, uh, with, uh, having experienced the flexibility and, and the mm-hmm. ability to work from home, knowing that now we're, it's cap- it's possible, right? And people possible, are capable right, of doing right. it. Um, with the, you know, desire and, and uh, you know, benefits of, of having people in the same room sharing ideas. What is, what is, what are you seeing out there? I am seeing a, a shift from companies saying they'll never do remote. The, uh, their employees must be in the office all the time, every day to realizing that offering that remote capability to, to work from home, giving that user another benefit mm-hmm. is gonna be a hybrid approach going forward. It's, it's gonna be in every company, they're gonna to have to have that as part of their benefit plans to say, um, you know, you may be able to work one day a week, two days a week from home, right. or something happens that you need to work, that remote user will never go away, that hybrid, approach is going to be the future. And then some companies are, are uh, taking advantage of that and using that as, okay, now I can get top talent across the country instead oh, yeah. of local. Yeah. So now they're using that as, as a benefit to them that now they can bring in top talent across the country and not have to be just stuck with the local talent and maybe, you know, source it now uh, nationally. Right, right. So you're so used to seeing on job job postings, you know, where where a position is and that might yeah. not necessarily play a role anymore, right? So yeah, drawing from folks all over the country, as you mentioned, that's interesting. Yeah. So, and that's one, one of the questions we're starting to see even uh, hiring ourselves is, you know, is there uh, ability to work remote? Mm, okay. Employees, so potential employees are asking that question. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that's going to be the future. You're going to see people uh, that's got to be part of your, your practice somewhere. Yeah. Well, uh, we, so we talked about, you know, the, tr- the transition that we had to make, drop of a dime, all of a sudden folks working, uh, working remotely. Um, if, if companies uh, didn't invest in their IT then and over the course of the last 18 months to make it successful, what, what should they know about their IT structure, infrastructure now um, that they might not have thought about 18 months ago? What, what, what should they have in place? Uh, what should they continue to look at as we evolve into this new, you know, hybrid model, like you mentioned? Yeah, with this new hybrid model, there, there's a top concern, and many people have seen this in the news recently, uh, security. Security, mm-hmm. security, security. That's all I can say. If you're not looking at security, then, then you're going to be one of those ones on the on the headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen the pipelines get ransom. You see uh, some lately some uh, high tech companies being hit. Those high tech companies are being hit to get into the companies like the lifts, like the smaller companies. Their security is an issue. You're going to be hybrid. You're no longer protecting the four walls and the contents inside. Now we're protecting 
a end user who is out and about on the streets in remote sites on um, in a house in a in a coffee shop right so now it's about how do you protect that end user how do you protect those people from from clicking on an email that may give away their password things like that right. so that's your biggest concern this year is is should be on your top list going forward is what does my security look like who do I have protecting me how are they protecting me and then how do I protect my brand? Because if that, right. that if, if that goes away and people know that you were, you were attacked and your brand goes and you could be down, you, your business could be gone in days, not, not right. months, days. So and especially those are, that, are, that are working, that are working with the federal government, like Lyft, some of our partners, I mean, that, that information and, and working in manufacturing, those, those machines are connected, right. As we, as we evolve into this smarter manufacturing uh, future where, where uh, data is 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 critical to every everything, uh, including on the machines and, and the connectivity between the machines. Yeah, absolutely. And and data security, and and just the end user training them, teaching them about security, things that they shouldn't be opening emails, certain emails, testing them out to make sure that they are not, you know, falling for those those ransomware uh, right. emails and things like that. So that should be top on your list if you're not doing that today. Um, you know, expect to be somewhere on a headline. <laughs> right. Well, thankfully, we have not uh, been on a headline, knock on wood, and I, I, I don't expect us to anytime soon. Thank you to the good work of Data Tech Cafe. So we appreciate uh, your membership. We appreciate your partnership. We appreciate everything you guys have done for us uh, and with us over the course of the last year to keep us as an organization moving and allow us then to keep our ecosystem uh, moving and, and, and uh, forging ahead uh, towards the smarter manufacturing future that I mentioned. So how can folks get in, get in touch with you to learn more about, uh, about how might you might be able to, to help them or you know at least assess where they are from an IT point of view? You can go directly to our website, uh, www.datatechcafe.com. You also can reach out to us at sales at datatechcafe.com. That'd be the best way to get a hold of us and we can contact you and we can talk about security. Awesome. I encourage folks, uh, folks to do that. So uh, again, Sean, thank you so much uh, for your, uh, for your partnership. Thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us today. And I hope everyone learned a little bit and we're going to continue to learn at Lyft uh, going forward. Thanks to your expertise. So thank you again, Sean. Thank you, Joe. For more information on Lyft and how you can become a member, visit us online at www.lyft.technology.